Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In the year 1848, the Industrial Revolution is just starting to impact the world. Among these new fantastic innovations came the rise of snake oil salesmen promising to cure everything from cholera to baldness. For the immortals of the night, this means nothing until one such tonic begins poisoning them. Now antidotes and alliances are being sought out. One such alliance consists of Lord William Pelham, an astomite played by Adam, Augustus Rogers, a gangrel played by Andrew, Herschel Buckman, a Tremere played by Chris, Amir, a Setite played by Slavic, and Joaquin is the storyteller. Diluted is a vampire the masquerade story that takes place in the Victorian age vampire setting. If you wish to contact us, you can reach us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. So I'm going to aura perception this O'Connell brother. Connolly right. brother here. All right, let me roll it. Give me a second. Well, uh, well it'll help. One success. So is it pale or is it regular? Regular. Everyone you huh. see, is, aside from Amir, is regular. Okay. Well, that's a that's a... That's a step in the right direction. All right, so I just turn on my warm smile. Well, my gentlemen, it seems we have found our, our servant here. Oh, I have Most much excellent. Thank- Most excellent. I look at it, Rogers. Most excellent, indeed. Whew. It's so nice to be out of the elements. Might I ask, who are you, and what are you doing here? Before we answer him, I'm looking at the crowd and seeing how many people there are. Uh, they have come so in. It's, a bit, it's a bit narrow. It's a bit cramped in, in this particular area. So you can see about. Um, you see, you notice the two men. You notice the two men in, in the back, and then you just notice like the, about another man, and then there's one you recognize as Ewan, and then Amur. Then so that's one, two, three, about five men in the corridor, and and Ewan and Amur. So that's about seven people all together. In Arabic, Pelham is going to look at Amur. And he'll say, how did you get lost? What happened? Explain yourself. And he'll kind of take a look at the crowd to see if any of them look like they're paying attention or understand what's going on. I'll give you that. I'll give you, I don't have to roll for that. No, you, at least none of them really understand what the heck you just said. Okay. Okay. So, so I guess I'll tell them that the snow betrayed me and that I, I didn't actually tell them anything. I just... Uh, you know, pretended I don't speak English. Okay. Continuing in Arabic, but you're all right. Did they take anything from you? Have they threatened you? No, everything's all right. Well, I hope you don't mind. I'll help myself to some of this. They had alcohol, right? Some kind of alcohol somewhere. There was a bunch of dudes in the house. Yeah. Hopefully you don't mind. I'll help myself to some of this. We'll pay you back, of course. Oh, Please, just tell me. Who are you? Oh, my name is Matthew Couture is my name. Uh, and I look at Rogers, waiting for him to say his name. <laughs> uh, I didn't come up with that, and I'm just waiting. I'm going to let the Lord here uh, introduce himself first. So you're hiding behind the drink, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll look at Lord Pelham. Pelham will mutter some random things in Arabic to the effect of, we're going to get out of here, but I hope you've been taking note of everything you've seen, Amr. And then he will turn to uh, the people and in english my name is lord pelham okay 
Lord Pelham, might I inquire as to what brings you and your <coughs> retinue here at this time of night? Yes, we've been journeying. I'm looking to expand some of my property holdings, and this is one of the regions in which I was planning a few purchases. We got lost while traveling about. Oh, where are you from? East. Parts east. I it's a rather indefinite question, considering the number of estates that I own. Ah. And that, as you say that, you don't... Uh, give me a perception empathy. Difficulty six. But that difficulty so that's six, two that's successes. Two successes, yeah. So as you note, as soon as you say, like, you know, I have multiple estates, then you notice a couple of men in the back just sort of, like, glare at you, like, oh, I see. They, they sort of just, like, start, start glaring at you. Okay. Do, 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 okay, I don't want to metagame. But what I notice, any like, I'm obviously paying attention to the conversation as it's going right now. Do I notice their reaction by chance uh, to him uh, saying that? Or? Give me a, you also give me a perception, empathy, difficulty... I'd say seven, just because you you are starting, you're having a bit harder time empathizing with people. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, plus I'm not like, yeah, I'm not connected like he is to the conversation. Well, you can roll two daughters if you want. Well, I just wanted to also offer my introduction. I let the Lord go first. I was just gonna, I'm, I'm his stable hand. Uh, I'll just Noah Evans, <laughs> generic English name. <laughs> With two, you got two sisters, yeah, right, Chris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their reaction does it is it saying to me that they don't like wealth? They're looking at them like the bourgeoisie kind of look, or is they are they? Like, yeah, what you know, like, it's just like they don't like when they as soon as the accent, they don't immediately hate him. As soon as he mentions the wealth part, that's like oh, that's that that was a trigger. I kind of just subtly add, acting like I don't notice. You know what I mean? But I subtly throw in the conversation. Lord Pelham is is too humble. He also has been known for giving a lot, a considerable amount of his wealth, I would say, to the needy and to the hungry and, 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 and to those who are suffering. I think he, he, like a good believer in our glorious Messiah and church, he, uh, he believes that to brag about charity is something a man doesn't do. But I will gladly brag on his uh, part. And I just kind of smile and pat him on the shoulder, reassuring. Huh. I'll turn to you and nod. So, so, this is this is no suitable place. Come, come with me. I but there's we have more suitable uh, uh, seating elsewhere in the in the in the manor. And so he, uh, you and just sort of like gestures for you to like you know, you know, so he can lead you on to like lead you. I take the bottle with me. All right. So it's it's, it's I, one uh, of those things where it's like in in a social situation like that where you kind of. Uh, assert your dominance in subtle ways like that. So, like, me taking this bottle and just assuming that it's okay, he's, like, just hoping to put him off a card more is really what it is. All right, so I'm going to do you... something out of the character of my character. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm going to reach down and just squeeze Pelham's hand gently, like, reassuring, and look at him and smile and turn and, and follow these gentlemen. I know it's out of character for Herschel, but I feel <coughs> his character feels like we're really walking into the mouth of the beast at this moment, you know what I mean? So, look, go ahead. So you he takes you and leads you to like a uh, a small library. It's you can see like there are several books, but like it's nowhere near the amount you notice in the uh, Royal Library back in London. But there is like enough seating for uh, for you and uh, so so that, so now at this point several of the men have uh, part of in the crowd. So now there's just you in and two men on his, either side of him and the rest of you. I take a seat, trying to look comfortable and and as if I'm not. You know what I mean? 
Uh, Helen will take a seat. I'll, I will uh, set uh, a glass in front of him and pour some for him. Thank you, Mr. Uh, Rogers. I will do the same for the uh, uh, Irishman. And after wait, at the, uh, so, so see uh, you and take the glass, so, salute you and drinks it. So, what brings you here at this time of night? Uh, the storm, you said? May, may I, Lord? Go right ahead. Well, we were traveling, of course, and, well, there was some sounds, uh, like wild dogs spooked the horses, and the wheel of the carriage broke. So we sent our man here, gesturing towards Amr, uh, out to see if we can find uh, a nearby location where in which we could stay so that we can have the carriage uh, fixed. However, it took him quite a while to return. So we have... Um, we set out on the horses. We disconnected from the carriage and, and uh, found your location. I assumed since it was the closest place nearby that, uh, well, he must have gone here. And lo and behold, you have found our man. And if it is at all possible, we would like you to lend some of you these ample gentlemen you have around here to help us and bring the carriage here so that we can repair it and be on our way. And perhaps let us stay the night. Hmm. You see, you see, you and turn back and like sort of converse with the men behind him. I think we could have spare some men to go help you find your carriage. I can lead you right there. I know where it is. All right. Our horses are much closer, however. They're a little cost the trees just up the way. Oh, I see. I'll send two men with you. Is that suitable? Excellent. All right. Be careful, though. We, like I said, we have their farmers have been lo- lost some lives off to wolves lately. It's, it's a bit of a new part of the country. I suspect the snow must have driven them from their normal habitats or something. Don't, they don't normally come out this far. Hmm. I thought they were all hunted. Eh, who knows? Man marches forward, and nature is left behind. Yes. So- I'm gonna take advantage if when he does leave. Just tell me when they leave, because so, uh, there's something I want to to say to Amir when that happens All right. when he leaves. So, is, is there anything else I need for your judgment? Um, we have sleeping arrangements upstairs if you wish. Uh, I would say uh, I'm sure my lord and I, uh, seeing that I'm his retainer and I handle his business manners, maybe we could talk about the area. But first, servant, and I point to Amir. These glasses. Once Roger leaves, pick him up and put this drink back to where you found it, so we could be good guests. Hint, hint, yeah. out of character. I'm giving you an opportunity to go look around. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, in Arabic, bows. in Arabic, uh, Pelham will turn to Amr. Apologies for the circumstances. However, I'm sure you understand. Yeah, Amr will say, uh, the servants of the temple uh, feel no shame or humiliation. Or something to that extent. And I'll take the first opportunity I can to leave with the two, who, uh, whoever he's offering to come and help uh, with me so that uh, they can do their part here talking to these guys and I split and, them up. Yeah, once if this is me and Pelham talking to whoever's left in the room, I just kind of want to start like a gossip session, to be honest with you. Oh, did you hear about Helen London? And just see if talking to them, interacting with them, I can find out personal motivations or, you know what I mean? Anything to that extent, kind of keep All them right, occupied. So I guess if you want to do that, uh, Herschel, then I guess that would be a role. Give me, if you want to do that, what would that be? A manipulation? Uh, say maybe a, and something expression. expression. 
Either or, uh, uh, manipulation and expression, I think, would be a good one, too. Yeah, I think yeah that's what you go with that, yeah. Difficulty? Okay, so difficulty six. Uh, one, two successes. So what are you trying to do? Like, what do you want? What are you trying? Anything specific you want to trick out of them? I'm gonna first. I'm gonna start. Uh, I want to pry them. I'm I'm trying to be like one of those people who like, oh, I don't have a political stance. But have you read in the news and try to get this guy fired up on some? See where his political leanings lie. You know what I mean? Play like I'm naive to politics. I read something in the latest in the news. Preferably so dealing with Ireland or stuff like that. Oh, yeah, just... and to get him to. Yeah, yeah, specifically about politics. I want to see how he reacts if he's going to go on some tirade to educate me, and uh, again to keep these people occupied while Amir and Rogers do their thing. You know, as as he'll, he so uh, you you would explain to you that he has, he's he's focused mostly on business and how that uh, frankly the the more liber enlightened times have allowed him to him and his uh, brother to uh, expand their business better. Oh, your business. And gentlemen, what's your, what is your business? We trade. We handle shipping and trading for, uh, other, for, we act as intermediaries, you could say, between the main, between the continent and these, and these shores. Oh, do you really? And, and uh, like what kind of variety of goods? Any type? Pretty much whatever your customers pay for you to transport? At first it was, at first it was mostly just goods and, uh, food, stuff like that. But now we, we've expanded to cover a good variety of things. Oh, that, that's that's interesting. Now, is this a business that you started on your own, or is this something that you inherited from your your your? Oh no, the business. Of, our father started this business several about several decades ago, and me and my brother took over about ten years ago. We've first it was mostly just in our local shores of Ireland, but then we branched out and came over here to England. Ireland, such a beautiful country. I've heard nothing but glorious and wonderful things about it. Lord Pelham, have you? Uh, you've done some travels in Ireland, have you not? In my youth, it's been quite some time. Then you don't know about what's going on right now. Have you heard about the famine? I have not. I do not know this famine, no. It's been hard to... It's funny, almost. It's the only thing people talk about back home, but here, very little of it. Very, very little. You just hear them talk. Apparently, the crops failed. A lot of there was a blight, a very big blight, and quite frankly, Ireland is not doing good at all. There's a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble. It's, you see him it's like really... sort, you see him just sort of break off and just sort of like sort of like his eyes begin to wander a bit, just, just sort of like tear up a little bit. Just you just see him like it's. It's clearly affecting him. My good sir, my good sir, I can sometimes we forget how hard others have it. Lord Pelham here has tried to combat uh, many sorrows that this world faces, and oftentimes I think to our own fault. Good Lord, I look at Pelham. We often think within our own borders. We don't think too often outside of our borders. But the good Lord has often looked at other ways to be charitable. And I think this is maybe one thing that we could do. Maybe there is a reason why we have met this gentleman, Lord. So you could, sir, could probably use some of your wealth to help these that are starving and, and Ireland. Uh, I kind of look at Pelham, uh, uh, you know, like awaiting a response from him. Pelham will nod. I do have some philanthropic leanings. Please tell me more about this famine. Yeah. It, it, so pe 
folks back home have started to call it, you hear them listen uh, uh, saying it's a term in Irish, which in English means the Great Famine, and it's frankly I've never seen any. No one's ever seen anything like it uh, this magnitude. It's quite frankly, it's horrifying. It's so much, so many crops failed that so many people. There's so many have gone out of business. Some even I've heard of even some have starved. And what do you think has caused this? Blight. I told you. Well, I understand, but, but what has caused the blight? I don't know. I have my theories, but like I said, there. I I am not a farmer. I cannot state with accuracy the causes behind. I'm interested in these theories, though, because I honestly am uneducated in such matters, and I find this to be a rather fascinating yet sad and tragic topic. I w- it would put me at ease to know at least a little bit of what you think may have caused this. So how what business are you in, and how might that help us? We are in the business of real estate. I am uh, I am the retainer here to Lord Pelham. I handle his business manners. And like I said, Lord Pelham here is uh, uh, charitable in many ways, even though he doesn't like to speak of it in public. And we have constantly tried to find ways to use wealth that he's inherited and he continues to make in real estate in ways of doing good causes and returning to, to this great world of ours that we have been blessed to, to be successful in, I would say. Hmm. Land is so that we have plenty of in Ireland now. People are just leaving in droves. Some, I know, I know many have already left to form the Americas. Others have like, gone fleeing here or the continent. It's an exodus, mass exodus out of the country. And is there no one there providing consignments of wheat and other food no. substances? No. We try to help each other as best we can, but there is that uh, none from outside. None. And good sir, have you tried to combat it? What In what ways have you tried to combat it and stop it from your end? We have tried to expand our enterprises. We tried to set up charitable organizations. We have tried to beseech some of our uh, higher-placed uh, uh, acquaintances. But there is sadly only so much we can do. And we have had to look far wide for help. Oh, how far have you looked? We are men who travel quite a bit ourselves. We met some acquaintances in uh, I, in uh, Dublin who pointed us towards uh, uh, some uh, rich nobles out in the continent, somewhere east. Uh, so I forget the name. Uh, somewhere, somewhere past Prussia, I know that. Oh, good sir. Did you, in your youth, you said you traveled the continent. Did you happen to go east? I've always heard wonderful things of the east, mysterious and, and rich in history. He'll give you a bit of a glare, but he'll take a deep breath. Yes, I did indeed spend quite a bit of time in the east, thanks to uh, my studies. I'm very familiar with uh, the various lands of the Arabic regions. This is so exciting. This is so wonderful. We are here in this cold night, keeping each other company and warm with, and to think that we have so much in common. I just kind of pat Lord Pelham's leg as I sit back and look around the room. And did you find any help from the East and any, any nobles who were willing to help you in this cause? Some. And is there any way that they helped you that we too could help you? Maybe. Perhaps. And I'm going to aura perception this guy because he's like, I could see he's locking himself up a little bit. You know what I mean? Let's see. Doors closing. So I, I kind of want to see if I can get a read of him right now. All right. Give me that cool, let me perception, this. empathy, or whatever the rule is. Yeah. yeah Tom will do the same, actually. Yeah, because he seems to be very tart with me. Uh, I got 
two successes. Uh, so I get to see his color, or I get to see his um, shade and his predominant color right now. Yeah, and, zero so no successes for Pelham and two for you, Herschel. So with two, you yes. can see that he's, uh, you see that you and his, he's clearly starting to become suspicious, like. Okay. So these strangers come out of the storm out of nowhere, and they're randomly offering me to help me. Huh. So I'm going to switch the subject. I'm going to change the subject to charitable, charitable things, but things that we've done locally, and just kind of be like, these are things that we've done to help people: orphanages, soup kitchens. You know what I mean? Adoption. You know what I mean? And and so, and I'm going to even try to like play into how I was helped by a similar adoption, and how like Pelham's father adopted me, and that's you know what I mean. I'm trying to like. So you're trying to like segue the conversation away from getting prying into him and more about you. Yeah, and make it charitable still. Keep the same thing of charity, you know what I mean, and helping those, but make it more of a personal thing and so his guard doesn't feel that that up, you know what I mean? All right. Pelham will Pelham will hold up a hand. Hold on a moment, Herschel. <sighs> yes, sir. My friend, what can you tell me of the rents that your people in Ireland are facing? Same as they've always been, but but due to the blight, many can't afford them anymore. And as a result, quite honestly, if you if you can show, honestly, it's so gotten so the point that if you could just show that you can pay them back, they'll take any kind of a loan. But as long as you pay it back, if you can't, then you are into the poorhouses with you, into the into debtors' prisons with you. And do your men here have families in Ireland who are in such dire straits? I'd say it's hard to find a man from Ireland who doesn't have family in such dire straits. Since you have been kind enough to take us in during this storm, I will ask that you prepare a list of the names of your men, their addresses, and the addresses of their family. And I will see to it that consignments of food, warm clothing, and some rent relief make their way to them. I see. I it might take some time. We have several, quite a good number of men under our employ, and uh, my brother is away with the rec- brother is always the one better suited for bookkeeping, and he is away right now. Well, please then, when you have the opportunity, Pelham will write down an address in London. Have the list sent to this address, and I will make sure that all matters are taken care of. And then I'll switch the conversation at that point, and I need to think of what my next step is going to be. So if you want to switch to all right, so, two yeah, players, Amor or Roger, which one do you want to go first? Go with uh, Rogers first. So uh, two guys coming with me, right? Yes. <laughs> you see, like one of them has like a rifle slung over his shoulder. It's, it's it doesn't have a bayonet on it. You're just and it's completely slung. Uh, as we're leaving, I just kind of politely. So what are your names, gentlemen? Uh, one of the, the one with the rifle says Patrick, the other one says Sean. Okay. Well, I wish we could have met under better circumstances, Patrick and Sean. But uh, I'll show you the right way to these uh, horses, and then uh, what, what do you suppose is the best way to bring the carriage out here, uh, considering the wheel is broken? At that point, where Sean basically so is it is it just the wheel or is it something the axle? You can see he looks into like detail. It's like he clearly knows his way around carriages and stuff like that. Oh well, you know I'm uh, not an engineer. I'm just uh, I'm a horseman. I don't normally deal with the uh, that side of things. So I'm mostly race horses. Oh, I see. Well, we'll have to see. We'll have to look at it and see what happens because if unless I know exactly how what's broken and how it's broken, I've. 
the solution to it might vary. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, and so I just kind of keep conversation going on with them as we get to the uh, horses where they are, just the uh, the three that we had. Do they um, are they still there? Yes, you tied them up. Okay, yeah, they're okay. a bit cold, but yeah, they're still there. You never know. Here they are. Here they are. We, you know, we weren't quite sure if there was anyone hospitable in the uh, location down there, so we want to make sure we left our horses here. Oh, I see. Uh, and th- no offense to you, gentlemen, of course. None whatsoever, sir. These are trying times. You should see the. You should see Ireland. It's ten. It's far, far worse. Is it now? Yes. With so with so many people losing their jobs, it's far easier for some to just. Re- to rob what what meager others have. It's it's hard life over there. I'm afraid I don't leave London much these days. I don't get a lot of uh, news about the countryside. Very few outside of England, very few outside of the island do it seems. And at that point, you sort of like there's a bit of an edge to his voice at that. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cause offense. If that is uh, what I did. Uh no, you didn't. It didn't cause it. It's just state of affairs is enough to drive a man to extreme emotions. I understand that uh, when you're trying to take care of yourself and your family, of course, must be rough. All right. So you're at the horses in the woods right now. I guess so. Yeah. Are we? Yeah. So by this point, you made it, and you give me a perception alertness roll. Difficulty. I've... Eight. I have a uh, careful. Is that a play? Yes. Well, it's okay. I didn't get any successes anyway. So you don't notice anything? Nothing unusual. So untie the horses. Uh, so we can take these. Uh, uh, it's 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 not exactly close. We'll have to ride a bit of a way. Um, again, I said there were maybe some uh, maybe wild dogs or something that uh, spooked them. So oh, don't worry. Don't worry. If, even if there are beasts, don't really come around here. Okay, so what I want to do is lead them sort of in the direction we come from, but like not. Uh, I, I'm just kind of leading them off into to a place where, like, uh, uh, on the road where uh, the carriage might be, and just kind of dismount, like, might be. be like, okay, I think it's around here somewhere, and just kind of like make get them in the like we need to look for it kind of thing you know it's around i know we we pass through here i don't quite remember kind of like uh uh-huh. putting on an act of like trying to search for it you know what All i right. mean uh perhaps perhaps uh you uh you uh sean you should go look over this way and uh patrick and i will go over here or whichever one has the gun let him go off uh, himself, has a gun. Know? okay yeah so patrick will go over here uh and then sean and i over here we'll look for uh look for i know it's it's around here somewhere so, uh, and, uh, you, you, you see Patrick, you, you, see, around, you see him chuckle and stuff, say, maybe the beast got it. Yes, the whole carriage. <laughs> you can see uh, our, our tracks here, where we come through here, so it's de- we're definitely close. All right. Uh, all he follows you, like, uh, where, where is it? I'm just, like I said, I'm trying to split them up. Okay, so they, you, see, you sort of like slowly like drift apart, and do you want to, how far do you want to get them apart? I, as to where we're not visible to that other guy. Okay, it's dark, so it's, it's like, you, know, you, 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 crawl, you, you, like, drift around like a small snow drift. Like, uh, it's just, like, it's high enough on a, like, a small hill that you, you block. You can't see it. You can't see Sean anymore. Okay. 
So I want to uh, I want to catch this guy by surprise and grab him and bite him whenever he's like when we're looking around and just kind of like quietly up behind him. Just <laughs> okay. I feel like so. Give me a for that would be. Uh... And before I do that, can I spend like a point on dexterity to blood yes. so that I can uh, be just be a little bit easier at grabbing. So, would you saw the strength, the, the blood pool strength from earlier or no? I... That's up to you if that's like a full scene or not. Because it lasts. I, I'd say that's, it's been long enough, yeah. You don't have it anymore. So now you have a three in dexterity. Back it down to a two in strength. Can I just do both? One and then one and then grab them? Yes, you can. Just so that I'm a little bit more uh, confident in my ability to grapple a human and, and uh, drink his blood. Yeah. Before I lure the yeah. other one. Behind him, I'll give you a bonus to it. So give me a dexterity and brawl difficulty six. <laughs> I have two successes. So with two, you met you, you you managed to get to him. You just like grab you just like sort of get behind him, like what and then and then he just sort of like goes limp. I am draining this man. Are you gonna kill him? I'm because here's the thing. Rationally, I know that if even if I don't drink him dry and just drain him to the point of unconsciousness and leave him here, he's probably gonna die. So, all right, circle uh, of life, man. <laughs> I'm now, doing the uh, vampire thing. What I, I would like to do, friend, no, not frenzy. Uh, you will have to do a humanity roll, though. Yeah, what I would like to do yeah. is use uh, the blood that I'm gaining to increase my strength, because I'm going to go after the other guy and do the same oh, so fucking you're, thing. You're going to put, like, another two points, some more points into your... Yeah. Okay, so... I'm going uh, full-on vampire and just, like, just monstrous... Okay, so killer. how much are you going putting into strength and dexterity? Up to five. Okay. So that's four points of blood to get up to five on all three. So then you add six to your current, so what's your max blood pool? What's your, what's your max blood pool? Thirteen. So yeah, you're up to, you're up to full. So I, I have 13 and the increased stats to kill the other guy. Yes. You have it all. This is going to be a this is going to be a hard humanity roll at the end of the scene. Yeah. <laughs> or do you do do you roll it at the end of the scene or do you roll it uh right away? I say I was, I right I said, is one of Yeah, I think yeah. It's your call though, storytelling. Uh, I have, actually no, I, I still see for this one we'll, we'll do it after you kill the other guy just because like it's all I happening. I definitely plan time. on yeah. I was like, gonna say I definitely plan on killing both of these guys. Like it's so, yeah, premeditated so, kind of thing. Okay, so yeah, you're you're pumped up and you like do you want to just kind of charge him or do you want to do the no, no 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 I'm not not sneaking either no I'm just gonna, gonna turn uh, around and just charge him. Nope 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 nope. Okay, so we were behind like a uh, the snow okay. and everything, and I drain yeah. him and I just drop him on the ground uh-huh. and just kind of wipe and walk up to and like, Hey, come, come. There's some kind of animal. Hurry. Uh, okay. At that point you say, I'm coming. I'm coming, Patrick. Come on. I'm coming. Help. Come on. Help. Now you see, he's got like a small knife. Like, Where is it? Where, what? It got ah. him. It got him. And I kind of gesture to his friend. Oh my God. Oh, just, oh, why are they still around? I'm going to grab him. Okay. So give me another dexterity and brawl, difficulty six. That's three successes. Yeah, you 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 just basically like you know just you just pat just grab him and just like and he's just he's done. Drain him too. Yeah, all yeah. the way. Uh huh. Okay, so you do that. Now you're basically up to full, and so yeah, now you, you yeah you see part. two you see two dead bodies slightly steaming from where 
from where they lay in the snow, and you were just standing there, like, with blood all over your face, just like, okay, so now give me a humanity roll. You just killed two men in cold blood. Uh, you're right, but I felt it was necessary, you know? That's conscious it's difficulty. Conscious difficulty eight. One success. Okay, so well, you don't... I have, I have a one there, too, so it's oh. technically a failure. So, yeah, you lose one humanity. What are you down? Then you're down to four. Uh, no, I had five. Or no, I had six. No, no, no I, did... had five. I had five because I lost one. No, you you had five from last time. Because remember with the, the store when you the with the break in or Holden, you had six and you went down to five. Yeah, now he's down to four. Yeah. Now I'm down yeah. to four. Yeah, that's what okay. I said. All right. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. So, whenever you lose humanity, what is that? Uh, how does that? Uh, so how your I outlook? yeah, so I say like you you definitely you you see it more like. Killing humans is definitely – it's a lot less of a, like a taboo thing. It's more like, uh, okay, I ha- if I need to do this, I can do it. I don't have to be you know, cruel about it, but I, I will have to, I will kill them if I have to. Yeah, and that's kind of how I felt about this going into it was that like we are trying to survive, and and I felt it was cru- – it's crucial we figure out what's going on, and we may be in a uh, tough situation here coming up, and I felt like – you know these guys they're they're just in the way it sucks to be them you know all right so yeah you, you definitely you just put morals behind set aside them for survival at the moment so yeah you got that going on for you hello folks have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite white wolf role playing games Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded, one which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want? Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called White Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there. High Level Games the industry's first choice in taking your games to the next level. We are a podcast blog and new media network at highlevelgames.ca. We have blog posts about all of your favorite games going up five days a week and a podcasting network with actual plays and shows that discuss role-playing games with more rolling out all the time. We are on iTunes, Twitch, and YouTube. Find out more information at highlevelgames.ca, a site that certainly isn't controlled by a shadowy board of directors of otherworldly origin that's highlevelgames.ca please help they're coming (laughs) the mission seemed simple enough don't they always simple sweep and flush out operation we loaded them up in a hazmat tanker in montreal and shipped them to a downtown warehouse in the valley of the sun it would have been in and out in a few nights well we wouldn't be telling the story if it all went as planned would we? I go ahead and uh, I pop wide in. Alright, yeah, I'm gonna run at him and do a sweet spin kick and knock his head off. We're waiting to see whether or not the abomination kills us. 
Shufflehead Chronicles is available on the Critical Hints feed. Search for Critical Hints in iTunes, Google Play, or any other podcatcher. I, I, I don't think this is how... No. The Los Angeles metropolitan area is constantly growing and changing. The Central District is full of new buildings. The Hollywood and Wilshire districts, once far from downtown, now are part of a which spreads past Beverly Hills and out to the ocean. But why is all this going on in Los Angeles? Why is Los Angeles an exploding city? Neon Masquerade, The Demon's Mirror, Thirteen Candles, Three Chronicles Running Through the Undead Veins of the City of Angels. The Esoteric Order of Role Players Actual Play Podcast invites you to drink deeply. Go to eorpodcast.com and search the duets tag to find out more. YouTube channel, the video journals of Mike Bailey. Mike Bailey is a character I play in a live-action vampire game called New England Nightmares, which uses the new Finite Studio rules for Mind's Eye Theatre. The chronicle set in the city of New Haven, Connecticut, and we run on the third Saturday of every month in Southington, Connecticut. Most of the credit for the stories told in my journals comes from the plots developed by the amazing storytellers who run my game. So the videos on my channel are basically an in-character video logs of the newly sired Ventru Mike Bailey. They follow him from his days as a naive mortal, to his violent embrace during the Anarch Revolt in the City of London, and on to his arrival on the shores of New Haven. The journals show Mike trying to come to terms with his kindred nature, his powerful but impure blood, and his attempts to hide his past from other members of the court of Prince Lucius. They put out updates every two weeks, and I love feedback and questions, so check out my channel, subscribe, and leave me a comment.